Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel chapter 34, beginning at verse 11. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, So will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they've been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and I will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture. And upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost. <laughs> And bring again that which was driven away. And will bind up that which was broken. And will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. I'm going to preach to you for a few minutes tonight. It's feeding time. It's feeding time. Would you put your Bibles down, lift your hands to the Lord, ask God to help us in this place right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, we need your help in this building tonight. Touch the hearts and minds of every soul that's entered in this house. God, we're trusting and believing you that your word will go forth and hit its intended target in the name of Jesus. As you're seated, clap your hands to the Lord. You may be seated. Ezekiel chapter 34 is a very peculiar scripture. It deals with shepherds who've gone wrong. Shepherds, for the lack of a better word, Who have become fat cats. Men that are self-serving. Men that are full of deceit. Men that are full of themselves. And God says to them, it's enough. I want you to understand something tonight. This church is pastored by a man of God that puts this church first. I can tell you unreservedly that if God forbid this church 
were lacking, that it would not start in the congregation for sacrifice, but the sacrifice would come from the pulpit. Hear me right now. So don't mistake what I'm about to preach to you because you're not in a church full of fat cat. Well, we might, one of us might be fat. What are y'all laughing at? I want you to know that we have not filled our pockets with kingdom money. We've not filled our pockets with kingdom benefits. But I'm telling you that God said, the day of reckoning is upon us. As I was seeking God before this service, God began to reveal to me some things prophetically that are about to happen in this generation. I want you to realize and understand today that God is about to do a mighty work in the authentic church. Hear me right now. I want you to know that God, Pastor and I have been preaching for months and perhaps years now that the mega church movement is coming down. Men who are millionaires, who drive $100,000 cars, who live in million dollar homes under the auspices of ministry, who fly in multi-million dollar jets. You say, is there anything wrong with that? There is if it supersedes the need of the sheep. I know I could get in trouble real quick here. But I'm going to tell you right now, prophetically, the Lord spoke to me and said to me that there will be a departure from the mega church. Listen to me right here. From the mega church mentality that will bring restoration to those that have been victims to self-serving, self-seeking. And what you say today, Brother Lang, air quotes, ministries. God said, I'm going to bring them down. But out of the midst of them, I will call out a flock of my people that I will restore and I will renew. Come on, somebody. God said, I want you to tell my people it's about feeding time. I'm about to bless my church like I've never blessed my church before. Get ready. The harvest is on the way. The lost sheep are coming home. The wounded sheep are coming home. This city is full of wounded sheep. It's full of lost sheep, backsliders, prodigals, those that once loved truth, that got caught in the crossfire and tonight are wondering 
as the word of God said, like sheep with no shepherd. Perhaps they're in a church somewhere just simply to satisfy and salve their conscience. They're going to church somewhere, but deep down inside they know that there's something that's missing in that relationship that once they had that they don't have right now. Say, Bishop, are you being critical of them? No, I'm not being critical of them. I'm telling you that God is about to restore them. They're coming home. In the last few days, there has been a tragedy, I would say, in one of the largest mega churches in the world. Tonight, as I speak, there have been several lead pastors because they have daughter churches all over the world, not just in one place. But years of abuse have been exposed in that church. And now, like dominoes, it's beginning to fall. You say, Bishop, are you rejoicing over that? Absolutely not. You see any mark on the ministry, it doesn't matter what ministry it is. It reflects on all of us in some way. So I don't rejoice over that. But I do rejoice over the fact that there are those that are part of a remnant of people that are on their way back to restoration and healing and divine intervention. Come on now. I'm telling you, if you look around, we're not very far from filling up this building. You might as well get ready the end times are going to demand that people find an authentic move of God. Come on. They're not going to look for just a religious experience. They're going to come looking for something that is apostolic. Something that can deliver. Something that can heal. Something that can save. Something that can restore. And we must have it in this place because it's feeding time. God deals through Ezekiel with the idea of Ezekiel. I want you to be sure and get to those that seem to be getting lost in the shuffle. I want you to help them to understand that I realize that there may have been some folk that have been church hurt. There may have been some that have been wounded and caught in the, in the cross fire. But I want you to know something, Ezekiel. I want you to let them know where there is weakness. God looks for sheep to be strengthened. Yeah. 
where there is illness, he looks for sheep to be healed. Where there are wounds and brokenness, he looks for them to be bound up. Where the sheep are disobedient, he looks for them to be brought back. Where the sheep are lost, he wants for them to be sought. I challenge First Pentecostal Church tonight. Don't sit here smugly tonight and think and feel that, well, they've made the decision, they've made the choice, they'll come back when they're ready. That wasn't what Jesus did. The Word of God said that He left the 99 to go find that one lost sheep. Come on. I want this church to know God is calling you in this 21st century when it seems as though everything around us is going south. God said, I'm sending out my people to go find the hurting, go find the lost, go find the backslider. Go seek them out because it's feeding time. My mind goes back. Paul is about to take his last dying breath. For some reason, he begins to reiterate some men that were in his life that he had become separated from. Some disagreement, some problem, but there's one that I'm reminded of. You know him. His name is Demas. Paul said, Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. But watch before Paul dies, he instructs Timothy and the disciples. He reminds them, let me tell you where Demas is. You know why? Because Paul wasn't willing to go to his grave knowing that Demas was in a place where incidentally there was a church. Come on, can I tell you, FPC, it's not the will of God for one backslider in this city to die lost where there's an apostolic church that can restore them, that can heal them, that can bring deliverance to them. I hear Paul saying in his last dying breath, Go find Demas! Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost right here. Sister Martha, they're everywhere in this city. They're in our families. They're lost. It maybe it had nothing to do with the church. Maybe it was just their own choosing to walk away. But we're living in the last days. And we cannot, as the church, turn our back on them and say it's their choice. Hear me right now. Where are the intercessors? Where are those that will go out into the highways and the byways and compel them? Come home. Come home. 
waiting for you. It's feeding time in the house of the Lord. God has promised restoration. God has promised healing. God has promised help. Come home. Ezekiel, I want you to understand something. No person. Ezekiel, God was dealing through Ezekiel with shepherds in particular. But I want to I make it personal tonight. No person is fit for the office of a priest. How many know the Bible said that we are kings and priests? To say that we're kings and priests. I, I, I want you to understand something. We cannot be justified in sitting on our church seats and letting people be lost that God wants to save. Listen, no person is fit for the office of king and priest who does not well understand the diseases to which sheep are incident to and the mode of cure. Nor is any man fit for the office or to be a watchman over souls who's not well acquainted with the disease of sin in all its varieties. And the remedy for this disease and the proper mode of administering to those various cases. I want this church to hear me right now. God is calling you to be a physician. God is calling you to be a healer. We don't need any more judges. Let me say it again. We don't need any more judges. But what we do need is up and down the rows of this church. People that are willing to take the balm of Gilead. When they walk into the house of God and they're hurting. They've been diseased by sin. Sin has left them a mere shadow of what they once were. God's looking tonight for men and women, boys and girls who will take the healing palm of Gilead in your hand without judgment but in mercy and apply it because God wants them to be fed. God wants them to be restored. God wants them to be healed. It's feeding time. God said they were scattered. They were scattered because there was no shepherd. I remember a time in this city. There are some of you that remember. I remember a time in this city I was talking with a, a local pastor the other day. He did a funeral. I had the dinner at his church afterwards and we were visiting there was a time in this city when there was what was called 
the Jesus movement. Anybody remember that? Anybody? Two or three? See, I told you there wouldn't be very many. It was called the Jesus movement. Brother Lang, it was for real. I went to the meetings. It was houses all up and down 53rd Street. I can show you where one was. Right, just right down the street, right next to Walmart. It was there. I remember the guy's name that had that house. His name was Jerry. And I'm telling you, listen to me. I was apostolic. You mean you fellowship with those kind of people? Oh, absolutely. Because some of those folks ended up in this church. But I'm telling you, we'd go in those houses, Brother McLean, and we'd have a little Bible study and a prayer meeting, and the Holy Ghost would break out in those houses. Folks would go to talking in tongues. Come on, I'm talking about not just one house. I'm talking about all over this community, they were there. You say, well, Bishop, what's that got to do? I'm telling you right now, there are hungry hearts in this city that are waiting for an authentic apostolic move of God. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, we've got what it takes to have breakout revival. If we'll only understand our role, it's feeding time. And we've got to get the sheep to the feeder. God said to Ezekiel, they've just become prey to the beasts of the field. Watch what God does. He said, my sheep, my flock. God twice stated, the flock belongs to him. It's why he's so upset here. It's why he's so upset here. Because he's seen this happen to his people. Listen, I, I, I've, been, I've been needing to say this for a little while. And I, I'm, I'm going to just slip up on a soapbox for just a minute. I won't stay there long. But I want you to hear me right now. I, I, have, I have invested my life in this church. I, I, I want you to understand something. I'm not... I'm not trying to pin roses on me. I'm just going to tell you something. If you want to fight over this church, come on. Because I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to wrestle me out. You're not going to push me out. You're not going to fuss me out. Come on. I'm telling you that I believe it's the greatest church in all the land. I believe we've got what it takes to have a mighty move of God. I'm not going to let anybody walk in here and just run slipshod over the church, uh, run slipshod over the ministry. Come on. I believe we've got something that the world needs. Brother Sean King, you and I got a lot of hours invested in this place. And we're not going to give it up. For an end time that tries somehow to intimidate, it's not going to happen. 
You hear me? That man that you and I call pastor, I know he's only 40 years old, but I'm going to tell you this. He was in here praying when nobody was in here praying. Make no mistake about it. He loves this church and he loves you people. And I want you to know he'd fight to the death for you. But you better hear me right now. God's getting ready to send a flock of sheep that don't look like you. That don't act like you. Oh, in the Holy Ghost, I feel this right now. That don't dress like you. That don't talk like you. Come on, somebody. But I want you to understand that when they slip under the table and they begin to eat what God has to offer, there will be a transforming that takes place in them. That's not for you to do. That's God's business. You let God begin to change them. You let God begin to... Come on, I want you right now to lift your hands everywhere. I want you to begin to pray for those lost sheep. They're coming home. Come on, I want you to pray for them right now. I want you to ask God, let them sit by me, Jesus. Let them sit by me. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Come on. Oh, I feel something right there. We're in a vein right there. Get ready. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. It's feeding time. Hey, in the name of Jesus. He said, you and me see that? He said, my flock, listen to me. His flock is more than an expression of ownership. It's a term of endearment. My flock. Can I tell you, tonight before any rumors get started, this is not my church. This is not Pastor St. Clair's church. But just like those flocks, they had to have a shepherd. And God's given us a shepherd. Come on now. I said he's given us a shepherd. I know, I know he's my son. But I'm going to tell you there are few men that are as tender hearted and loving and care about a people any more than my pastor watch now godly shepherds should never use the phrase my church watch now 
in any way other than indicating the church is entrusted to them. You know what? I, I really don't think. I, I know I, I sound a little self-serving tonight, but it's okay. I, I'm the bishop and I have the microphone. I really don't think there's anybody here if pastor would sit down at the table with you and start to enumerate everything that he does would sign up for the job. Now, there are some folk that think they know what it takes to make this happen. Amen. But I'm going to tell you I know what it takes to make this happen. How do you know, Bishop? Because I've been there every moment. My daddy-in-law lays in a grave that gave his very life for the kingdom of God and for this church. But it's not our it belongs to God. You're His sheep. He just, he just gave us the privilege of overseeing you. And we want to make sure you're full. We want to make sure you're healed. We want to make sure you're delivered. We want to make sure you're right. Sometimes as a shepherd, you got to take a hook and pull somebody back in. Sometimes you can just take the rod and just to redirect them. But I want you to understand something God said. You better not mistreat my sheep because I'm coming. And when I take over. No one was seeking or searching for them. I want to ask you something. How long has it been since you went looking for a sinner? How long has it been since you went looking for a backslider? Oh, come on, Bishop. I'm in here. I'm good. I'm here every service. I'm doing my part. You, you want to you get my... Righteous indignation up. You just make the statement to me, I serve my time. Brother Mark Luber, how long you been around the church? Come on now. whole life brother Joe how long you been around the church six years. six years let me tell you something watch me right here brother Joe Green is just as valuable to God as brother Mark Looper is you hear me right now and I want you to understand something more. Every backslider, every prodigal, every sinner is just as important to God as you are. That's why God said, tell my people it's feeding time, but I need them to go get them and bring them to me. 
I'm going to try to hurry. I about use my two lines of notes. God says, I'm against the shepherds. I will require my flock at their hand. God could do it by removing them from their position. It caused them to cease from feeding the sheep. God could do it by stopping their abuse of the flock. The shepherds shall feed themselves no more. It made God mad that shepherds were getting big and fat and their sheep were dying. God could do it by removing his flock from them. Hear me. That's what's fixing to happen. Listen. Maybe we ought to have Brother Jordan and Brother Lang and Brother Stephen. Maybe we ought to just set them up a full-time little teaching pulpit in there in the prayer room. Because watch me right here. Listen. I'm in the Holy Ghost. I know what God spoke to me. And I'm telling you right now, there's some religious folk that are getting ready to show up at this church. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you that they want, they're not going to believe it like we believe it. But they will. Well, do you think you're the only one right, Bishop? No, I think the Word of God is right. And any sheep that become healthy will sit at the master's table and eat everything that he has to give. And when it's all said and done, they'll be made whole. Come on now. And not only will they be sheep that are made whole, Brother Lang, they're going to start producing sheep. They're going to start producing more of the flock. Oh, what do you say? I'm telling you, if we don't do it, God's going to send somebody that will do it. For thus says the Lord God, I indeed will search for my sheep and seek them out. Right now in the Holy Ghost, I see angels that are being dispatched into this city that are going to lives that need to be fed by the Master. I see ministering spirits that are going from this place right now and going to their homes and dealing with them. I, I, I prophesy to you that some of you in the next few days are going to begin to receive phone calls from people that you thought, I, they'll never come. They'll never be a part of this church. You're going to begin to hear and receive phone calls from them. And they're going to say, you know what? I'm dying here. I'm starving here. I'm not going to make it unless something happens. Hear me right now. And God said, I'm going to send them to you. And when I send them to you, I want you to let them know. I want you to lead them to me.
As a shepherd seeks out his flock. On the day he is among his scattered sheep. So I will seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day, God says. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries. And I will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture, and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good fold and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock. I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away, bind up broken and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. God said, don't you find yourself sitting on an apostolic church pew getting fat and fed every service and there are sheep that are starving to death that need to hear my word, that need some apostolic, Holy Ghost-filled, Jesus-named, baptized child of God to reach for them and get to them before it's too late. You know, it's easy to talk about. Yeah, this is how... This is how to build a church. It's another thing. It's another thing. To sit in a living room. Look eye to eye with people. They don't know anything about God, Brother Richard. Begin to explain the word of God. and Begin to feed that spirit. Watch as the word of God. Bread of life begins to make its way into their soul. It begins to draw them to Him. And it's not long. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. Ah, when, when this sweet sister came this morning and said, I want to be baptized. I want you to know it sparked something inside of me. I want you to know you may have started something today. You hear me? You may have started something today. I'm telling you, God's getting ready. God's getting ready to draw some lost sheep to Him. Come on, church. And He needs a church that will rise up and say, I'll take care of them, God. I won't let them starve. I won't let them go by the way. It's feeding time. God said, I myself will search for the sheep and seek them out. I say to you tonight that God already has souls targeted in this city. He already has them targeted in this city. He knows where they are right now. Amen. Some of them may be your family. They may be your friends. They might not even be anybody you know. But please know this. 
that every encounter that you're getting ready to have in the next few days, weeks, and months is from God. How can you say that, Bishop? Because I asked the Lord when he said season. He said, I want you to tell my people it's a season for feeding time. And I'm going to send them hungry sheep. Get ready. Your path is getting ready to be crossed. Not, not by somebody that just wants to blow you off because you're some religious zealot. But it's going to be somebody that's hungry for a move of God that wants healing. That wants restoration. That wants deliverance. That wants renewal. That Come on somebody. I believe God's getting ready to do this because he told me he was. It's going to be feeding time in FPC. Stand with me. Stand with me. Lift your hands to the Lord right now. Everywhere in this place. Oh, come on, church. I feel the Holy Ghost trying to break in right here. Come on, just lift your hands and entertain Him right now for just a minute. Just entertain the presence of the Lord. I hear God saying, I'll feed my flock. I hear God saying, I'll seek. I'll bring back. I'll bind up the broken. I'll strengthen the weakened. It's feeding time. Watch what God says. No, you're standing, but you're not going to stand long. We're fixing to come to the altar. God says, As for you, O my flock, behold, I shall judge between sheep and sheep and between rams and goats. God recognized that all sheep are not the same. And he reserved the right to make distinctions. 
And when we consider abused sheep, it may be that one sheep has no responsibility, another sheep has some responsibility, and the third sheep has great responsibility. Those distinctions are difficult for us to make. But I want you to do a little survey right here. Have you found yourself in times of frustration just saying, well, if they make it, they'll make it. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I release passion and compassion in this building to the heart of every sheep that belong to you, God. I'm asking you, God, to help us to love every sheep that you send through those doors. Help us to have compassion and to love them with passion from you. Come on, church. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost trying to break in right here. And you feel God begin to prompt you. I want you to make a step toward the altar. Come and lift your hands to God and say, God, I want to be part of feeding time. God, I want to be part of what you're about to do. Those that you're going to send this way, God, it's not about me. It's not about me getting fed. It's not about me getting full. It's not about me getting healed. God, it's about them that you're going to send. We're going to heal them. We're going to fill them. We're going to feed them. Come on, that's it. In the name of Jesus. Come on. The Holy Ghost is moving right now. Just lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, I want to be part of feeding time. I want to be part of feeding time. God, I don't want anybody to leave this sanctuary hungry. I don't want anybody to leave this sanctuary hurting. I don't want anybody to leave this sanctuary sick. I want them to be made whole when they come to this place. Because it's feeding time. It's feeding time. God, heal my heart. Heal my mind. Heal my spirit. Heal my body. That I might be able to minister to others. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on, church family, pray. Pray. Revival is about to break out in this place. It's feeding time. They're coming. They're coming from all walks of life. They're going to make their way to this place. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready?